Hello, and welcome to Rainbow Notes NYC. Are we doing NPR again? Yes. <laughs> I'm Gabriel. And I'm Jules. Welcome to Rainbow Notes NYC on this lovely, cold-ass Thursday evening. It's not that bad. It's, it's pretty cold. Yeah, it's not that bad. Yeah, well, it's cool in here. It's been worse. Oh, and fine. We have air conditioner today. I know. We're not melting in <laughs> our seats. We are not sweating. I know that it's a great visual for all of our listeners. <laughs> Especially for uh, Gabriel, because, you know, you look so good and sweat. So pretty. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> I get that J-look listening. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so today, um, we have a guest. We have our special AIDS guest. Day, World AIDS Day show. Yes, even though we are a little bit early just because, well, we don't have a show on Saturday. That's right. So we are doing the, it a little the, bit earlier. The commemoration start tomorrow. Perfect. Tomorrow, is a, there's a big event um, at one of the halls of Baruch at 11 a.m. 11 a.m.? Yes, and Charles, my friend Charles, who Hi Charles. does the... Um, he does the thing. <laughs> With the thing and the thing. Uh, yeah, he has a show. There he you has go. a show. The first show that has a an HIV positive man as a star. He, in it's called Merce the Series. M E R C E. And you can find it online. It's an online series. It's called Mare's the Series. And it's really funny. And he will actually be here next week as well to talk about That's it. That's right. So here we go. But today we have Joali Burgos here with us. Hi, Joali. Hi, Joali. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Joali is very young, but she's been working with uh, go on ahead. HIV AIDS. <laughs> Issues. Issues, yes. Uh, she was even, even younger. Yeah. So, Jolly, what uh, what's the organization you come from? So, I work for the AIDS Center of Queens County. Um, it's a nonprofit organization based in Queens. And what do you do? So, I am a LGBT health educator, um, and I'm working mostly around um, HIV and AIDS work and Sexual health education, mm. spreading the knowledge, all that fun stuff. Spread the knowledge, not your legs. <laughs> <laughs> and Jolly, um, as Gabriel had mentioned before, you are indeed the youngest staff member, right? Yes, I turned 19 last week from today. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Thank you. You're a Sagittarius. Yes. Like me. Yes, oh. I am. No, the Sagittarius. Kelly is a Sagittarius, too. Hi, Kelly. Hi, Kelly. <laughs> oh, and today is Corey Tut's birthday. Happy birthday, Corey. Happy birthday, Corey. That's right, Coco. Yeah, Coco's having a party later. Oh, fun. I know. Wait, Hopefully. Why are we invited? We are. We are. It's just come. like you're too young yeah. to get in. I know. Just one of those 21 and over. I get that a lot. Hurry up and grow. <laughs> or get. I like this age, I think. Do it's you? only been a week, but it's been good to me so far. So. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm not going to talk you out of it. You enjoy <laughs> it. <laughs> so um, we're going to apologize now. There's a party yet again going on in the background. So if you hear that bumping, it's because there's a party going on. So. Yeah, it, it's not our, tr our backtrack. <laughs> it's of, of not. Choice. Definitely not. So, um, Joali, why don't you tell us a little bit about what led you to um, start working in, in AIDS in these uh, programs now? Yeah, so uh, when I was in high school, I went to Thomas Edison High School. Um, I was Where's very, that? that's also in Queens. Okay. Um, yeah, it's a Vogue High School. So um, I did a lot of peer work there, working in um, doing like mental health advocacy, um, LGBT advocacy around my high school building. And I was always very into like the peer concept of, you know, people like you and me who mm. are similar from the same school, the same community, um, helping each other and um, being able to support each other. So I actually got a phone call. I was already in Queens College at this point. So mm -hmm. I graduated high school and I wasn't really doing anything. It was my first semester of college. So I was still kind of figuring things out. And one of my high school counselors called me and she was like, hey, like I was at this training this week and I met someone and I think you'd really like this organization. Mm -hmm. So I was like, OK, so send me the details. I'll reach out. And I ended up going in and applying as a peer educator. OK. Uh, yeah. So um, 
very different than a staff member. Mm-hmm. I was a peer, so we weren't on like payroll or anything. Um, so you like an internship? Yeah, kind of like kind an of. internship or a volunteer or a volunteer, right? Yeah, yeah. So as a peer, I was doing a lot of the things that a peer educator does, working with the community, um, doing education and um, spreading information in the community, doing community outreach. Um, and I had been about four months into my title as a peer educator, mm-hmm. um, and then I got offered the part-time position as a health educator. So that was really cool. Nice. That's great. Yeah, That's and it was about two weeks after my 18th birthday because I had to be 18. <laughs> <laughs> I had to be 18, so to I To get put on that payroll. <laughs> yeah, so... But, you know, just definitely, like, the peer aspect of mm-hmm. what ACQC was doing is definitely what attracted me to the work. And I enjoyed it so much that I was happy to be... Um, a part of the team and a part of the, the organization. And what, what other work does the organization do? Oh, wow. There's so much that ACQC does. So as a health educator, I work for the education department um, for education and prevention. But we have a bunch of other branches. Um, we have three locations. So we have the Woodside location, which is where I'm based at. We also have a Jamaica location and we have a Far Rock location. So at these different sites, we have different um, programs. So we have our housing services program. We have legal services. Do you provide housing or do you help people find housing? A little bit of both. Um, We have at the Jamaica location, there is a shelter called Sheltering Arms, which is separate from ACQC, but we can get anyone that may need um, like immediate emergency housing into a shelter um, pretty quickly. Um, but we do also help with like HASA and helping people um, that are living with HIV get affordable housing if they don't have it or if they're homeless. Mm-hmm. As well as we have like a pharmacy, um, which can help them get connected to medications, or if they just need like a nutritionist or any other um, basic healthcare needs. So we have our new youth drop-in center, which whoop, whoop. I'll be talking about later. Yes. Yeah. And what if you make too much money to have health insurance f- through HASA, but not enough to pay it for it on your own? Um. So. I'm not a, a HASA specialist, or I don't really work with um, the pharmacy, but I know that um, through ACQC, which works with a chef, we do have our own pharmacy. Mm-hmm. So if there's anyone that does need um, health insurance or needs medication, uh, medication affordable medication um, for free, actually, um, we do have those services as well as prep services. Oh, wow. And you can you give free prep to everybody? Yeah, we do have free prep as well. So come on down. For those who <laughs> don't know, prep is pre-exposure prophylaxis, right? Yes. There's PEP and PrEP. So PEP would be the post-exposure and That's prep. when you get the scare. That's <laughs> when you get the scare. That's oh. when you get scared. And you're like, oops. We also do, do, do provide now? PEP as well. Right. PEP is when you get scared. PrEP is when you like plan ahead uh-huh yeah, yeah. it's like i'm gonna do this <laughs> as opposed to like oh that happened <laughs> i like that i like i like that way of thinking about that yeah so stay safe out here guys yeah tell our listeners what truvada is and what what it does yeah so truvada um truvada is a really popular hiv medication right now um of course um different people use different kinds of medication mm-hmm. there's so many out there um and there's also different kinds of prep medications as well. So Oh, are there? So Truvada is just the most popular uh, prep? That's Tru- the one that I've only ever seen being yeah, like commercialized I, I yeah. everywhere. Yeah, so there is a big campaign in New York City right now um, that's trying to get people of all races, of all um, genders and sexual orientations to, you know, start looking at prep as um, an option and as a way to continue being safe and mm. safer. But what other drugs are used for PrEP? 
there are so many I don't even like know any off the top for, of my oh, head. Oh, for prep? Oh, okay. Well, yeah, there's a couple. There's a couple. Okay, because I know that Act Up is working really hard so that they finally let go of that. Um, don't fail me here, brain. <laughs> Come on, brain. You know, Come on, brain. You know. Come on, brain. The 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 patent, so that the the mm -hmm. lab le let's go of the patent and they can produce uh, Travada generic and it th that would so make it, it doesn't so cost a billion dollars for every single person exactly. who has so HIV and mm -hmm. can afford it. Thirty dollars a pill. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Um. Should we? Why don't we go to a, a break? little break? Yeah. I'm gonna go and you know talk to the people next door. Have See them if they lower can lower it a little bit. And um, yeah, so Jules chose Nini Cherry. Yeah, all the I've songs got I you chose under today. My skin. Why is this about AIDS? It is about AIDS. Oh, have fun! But it's you know it's like a nice little tune about AIDS. Tis so. the season. Yeah. Tis the season. Tis the season. <laughs> all right, enjoy it. To make sure they put out a helping hand. Nana Cherry know the story, so it must be told. About a group of people left in the cold. Caught by a plague, slowly they fade. From an immune deficiency, you see, caught AIDS. No knowledge of the fact, kept in the dark. Scolds my soul and it hurts my heart. The young and elderly just running blind. Hurts so bad, it denied their own kind. Papa turn around and say, that ain't mine. And it just made it worse for life on the line. And it's a shame to see a little child mature. Growing up knowing that there ain't no cure. Uh, boom, yeah boom, 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 sorry boom, boom. guys so we 
we tried to get um the people next door to kind of turn on the bass a little bit and uh they told us to fuck off so <laughs> here we are and we're just gonna have to deal with it uh some conga we're gonna be rapping about prep <laughs> that's right <laughs> thank you kelly <laughs> we're rapping about prep boom, 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 boom. so um let's oh what is yeah, that I that is too i'm loud. telling you joel sorry it's just that i am loud and that is a problem Okay, better? But I, yeah, I mean, I think so. Right? Yeah, yeah. okay. Cool. I feel like I need to use my, like, inner voice. Your inner voice? Yeah, they can hear my thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Should warn someone when you're trying to say all these uh, nonsense. <coughs> Excuse me. Ah, uh, Jules is choking. Uh, I am oh. choking a little bit. So we are here again with Joali Burgos. Hi, Joali. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Um, so we're going to continue our conversation moving on from prep. We, I wanted to ask you about um, your homelessness outreach. Oh, awesome. And um, what, what, is the, what is the biggest problem that you see in homeless youth right now? Well, I think that the obvious biggest problem is the unstable living and the unstable housing that homeless LGBT youth are experiencing disproportionately. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it's very hard to address so many other problems before we address that, like, unstable and uncomfortable living situation. Okay. And um, when, when you do outreach um, and when you do these things, what talk us through what kind of methods you use. Um, I know that some homeless youth, they rather not deal with people, <laughs> even though you're tr- they're trying to help. So what do you talk us uh, a little bit through that? So... One thing that we always keep in mind is that, you know, homelessness doesn't really have a face. It doesn't Mm -hmm. look like anything specific. It can be the kid that you see sitting at a park bench just reading a book, or it can be someone taking a nap on the subway. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't have a face. So we really just do outreach to everybody. we're very active in the community. We're out on the streets with paper pamphlets, handing oh, them out damn, to you. Oh, damn, like that, huh? Yeah, we, we're on 61st and Woodside, so we stand by, like, the, the train exits, and we hand out pamphlets to anyone. Um, and we also do a lot of outreach in colleges and in high schools, mm-hmm. um, and even sometimes with, like, the middle school population, um, because, you know, there are some teachers that can identify um, at-risk youth Mm -hmm. that can make referrals to us um, even if the youth isn't necessarily already in a situation where they're homeless or they ran away but you know someone who may need that support or someone that needs options or resources um, we do get a lot of them from schools okay Um, and as well as just other you know, pride organizations around the boroughs. Um, you know, if there's a kid that might be more comfortable in Queens, they'll be like, hey, um, we have someone that came to our center, but you know, they're more comfortable being in Queens. Can we send them over to you? Mm-hmm. Um, and we also just have, you know, most, we, we are a drop-in center at Woodside. So we just kind of have people coming in and out all the time. If we have some flags hanging on our wall. So sometimes people will walk by and they're like, hey, like, what's this? And they'll come in. We have like Uno tournaments, so sometimes the the kids will bring their friends, and we'll all like just play Uno for like an hour, and um, then we'll have like our educational portion of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so we definitely just don't want to bombard them with like education, 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 and HIV prevention, and condoms, and this and that. Right, so, right. you know, we do fun things. We do creative expression. We do dancing. Mm-hmm. We have holiday parties, um, family-style dinners. So oh. it's definitely something that we want to make fun for them, but something that they're learning something every day, you even if it's You want to keep them just. coming back. Yeah, because, you know... I mean, you know, as someone who's so young, I definitely can get bored easily, especially if it's not stimulating, like, my creative side. So we do, like, creative writing nights, and we have poetry slams. We do painting, like, sipped with smoothies and stuff that we're planning that soon, actually. 
Um, so we definitely want to make it fun for them and just like an all-around safe space that anyone can come to. Do you do voguing? What's up? Voguing. Oh yeah, we have. Do um, you have kikis? Yes, we have. Um, we actually ha- like the peer educators. A couple of them do drag, so they come in and they do drag shows for us, and it's super fun. We had one for um, Hispanic Heritage Month. We had like a Hispanic themed drag show. So it was super cute. Oh my God, who was there? So it's <clears throat> it's actually just our peer educators from the center who do it on like their free time, and they're like, hey, like we'll come in and do a show. So one thing that I really love about ACQC is that the peer educators and the the members and the youth that come in, they get really into it, and they want to like do their own activities, and they'll be like, hey, like I have this talent, I want to do a drag show, and we're very like okay let's do it then so that's something that i really love about acqc that the members and the clients they want to give back and they want to be a part of it and the planning and all that so that sounds fun and and so people don't need to become um, members or anything you just drop in yeah so we have a general (laughs) we have a general intake process um which is just like a couple of questions of course we always ask like are you homeless do you need any housing services immediately for tonight um that's kind of how we do our assessment of the different kinds of services or needs that they may have and then after that it's just let's have some fun just fun yeah. And condoms. <laughs> yeah, lots of condoms. We and have safety. we have a condom cake in our office. A it's, condom cake. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's shaped like a cake and it's wrapped in condoms and it's on our dining room table. <laughs> oh wow. Um, what what is what is your goal, right? So you are one of the youngest. Well, you are the youngest there. Are you like the, the token <laughs> young person? Oh my <laughs> god, no. <laughs> I mean, you know, because most most of these programs are are totally based on youth, right? Yeah. So it's like, what is your own personal goal for for the time that you're there? Like, I don't know how long you're planning to be there. I know you, I don't know if you can say it on air or not, but what is your what is your personal goal? What do you want to accomplish while you're there? I definitely want to continue to see the drop-in center grow. Mm-hmm. Um, we opened officially in May. And since May, we've already had like almost 50 um, intakes of people that have gotten services, whether it was like once or twice that they came. Mm-hmm. Right now, we're, our groups are growing as well. We have um, consistent kids that are coming in. Um, I say kids, but some of them are older than me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I want to, I'm going to definitely stick around. I want to see the drop in center continue to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, I already love what it's becoming and I see so much potential and I wish that we had like 10 more like drop-in centers all around the city um, because I think that they're so important not only for the people coming in but for the, the, the people that are volunteering and donating their time and effort um, as well as the staff. So. You know, I think I'm definitely going to be there for a while. So catch me at ACQC. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Where does the funding come for the for ACQC? Um, is it part of the End AIDS by 2020 initiative? So um, the funding does come from the, the city and state. Um, we actually just got a DYDC contract. I think that's what it is. Um, so that's going to give us funding. Do um, it yourself, DYDC, I don't know. What is that? It's a, a youth development um, contract. Oh, there you go. Um, DYCD. DYCD, that's what it is. Um, so, you know, that's going to help us with funding um, for a lot of our services and our activities, um, you know, for I think like a good year or two. So... Um, that's definitely exciting because we know that, like most things in New York, without funding, you need money. You need money. You need money. Yeah. That's so, right. so I know that um, through the New York City Unity Project, um, which is led by Shalane McRae, um, she is trying to expand mm-hmm. um, the LGBT 
youth homeless centers and drop-in centers that are around the city. Um, so, you know, we're looking at hopefully getting funding across the board in New York City for these centers. Wow. <laughs> That's I, all I you said had. a lot. Wow. I said a lot. Wow. No, yeah. I mean, no, yeah, well, you did. But actually, you know, one, one of the saddest things is that a lot of that money comes from um, the Ryan White Fund, yep. which is federal. Mm -hmm. And, you know, all the, uh, the, the Ryan White Fund got cuts so that that money that they took out of it is going to cage children from immigrants. Mm. Great. Yes, that's that's, that's what's going on. They're they're you know <laughs> making HIV AIDS again. Ugh. That's right. So so wait so they're saying that they wanna they wanna end HIV AIDS by twenty twenty five now now it's not twenty twenty anymore. Yep, they've extended well, twenty twenty five yeah, because I mean you gotta well, push that line. It's right. Not, it's not, yes. it's, but but you and I both know and the three of us in this room know that it's not gonna end by twenty twenty five. We don't know that. No, it's not going to, especially with this administration right now. And well, the fact that, that they is keep terrible. pulling yes. funding and all these things. So, so then what? So then what happens then, right? With the pulling, with the pulling of the funding, what do you guys rely on? Well, another sad thing. Oh yeah. Well, go ahead. Well, I mean, that is the big question because I know that across the board, most programs in the cities rely on a lot of city, state, federal funding. So. Um, you know, as well as like private donations that are made here and there. So mm -hmm. that is the big question. And honestly, a lot of programs across the country are at risk, um, which is definitely very worrisome and upsetting um, for someone that's, you know, working in, in the community and um, seeing how much needs to be done and then right. the funding being cut is like, what, you know? Yeah, and and the and it's even more problematic where the money's going to. It's not that the money is going to helping other constituencies. It's going to cage people, children, children not from immigrants. Exactly. Yeah, it's uh, horrible, horrible. I you know I I feel I feel that as days go by and, and especially in this administration, it just it, it keeps getting worse and worse. We need a revolution. We. Yes, we do need a revolution. Yeah. We do need a revolution. Except you we don't right. have any guns. They have them all. They do have them all. <laughs> oh, my. We need a peaceful revolution. That's not going to do anything. Well, I'm going to go on you a hunger strike anyway. You can't. Because you, <laughs> you want to lose those 10 pounds that you were meaning to lose? Mm. Yeah. Jewels. <laughs> well, you know, well, if, it, mean, if it can also help the world. <laughs> The ten pounds will have been worth it. You know, we'll do, we'll do like you know the Gandhi, okay, the Gandhi thing, like when hunger strikes. Yeah, and then what happened? Gandhi died, and then what? Did he? Did he? Didn't he? Didn't he die of hunger? No. 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 He died of being old. No, he saw India be liberated from the from oh, the okay. Brits. That, but that's not gonna happen here. No, we we already are free from the Brits. No, but we're not free from <laughs> all these other things that they left behind. And the Greeks stopped killing mm. the Christians. <laughs> Oh it I wasn't the Greeks. Do. The Greeks. Now, God, now I was knows. having, I was having a very off day. It was the, the Romans that were killing. And the I made Christians. a uh, accidental historical reference after saying she's, she's like history. Buff I am here. a history, history buff, buff here. Anyway. But it's, it's, it's easy to cross. You know, you know. Anyway, your yeah. brain stops working. Yeah. So stop. <laughs> Anyways, let's go ahead and we're gonna take a break. Okay. Another song break. What did you pick? I picked. I'm gonna tell you right now. Not the Amanda Gallas. No. San Vega. Yeah. Okay. Um, and this. What about that song? It's called "Blood Makes Noise." This is actually um about uh being tested and waiting in the room of the waiting room of after being tested and what the anxiety is. Exactly. That so, moment. That, that moment. moment. Exactly. So let's go ahead and uh, let's take a listen. Hit it. Noise. 
Hello, welcome back. Oh, whoa, that's loud. That's really loud. We're welcome loud. back to Rainbow Notes NYC. I'm Gabriel. And I'm Jules. And we're here with Joe Alley. Yay. From Hi, Queens. The AIDS Center of Queens County. AIDS Center of Ooh, Queens County. You are losing your voice now. Uh oh. Yeah. Am I now? <laughs> Again? ACQC. 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 I'm very bad with. I am very bad with acronyms. ACQC. Yes. I'm pretty bad with acronyms too. I mess yeah. up all the letters. <laughs> what does HASA stand for? HASA. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I said I'm bad with acronyms. Housing assistance for now. No, see, you don't even know. I don't know. Okay, you got right. me on my toes today, Gabriel. <laughs> yeah, he does that. He he likes to pick on people who are half his <laughs> age, but it's okay. Oh, oh excuse you. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I just insulted him, guys. Excuse That's why he's you. quiet. Now, now you hear the silence in the, in the studio because I insulted there Gabriel. There is no silence in the studio. Oh, well, here's the bad. Crickets, crickets, <laughs> crickets. <laughs> I, I think now it's a good time to go ahead and plug in Reclaim Pride. Whatever. Yes, Reclaim Pride. The Reclaim Pride Coalition. We're taking back Pride. We're hungry. We're going. We're planning a. Um, I can't even speak. Wow, what's up? What's going on? I, it's because I insulted him. So Reclaim Pride is going to have a, a town hall meeting on the 5th. Yes, town hall meeting on the 5th at the People's Forum at 7 p.m. Wednesday, December 5th, People's Forum, 7 p.m. The Reclaim Pride Coalition is having a town hall, and we need all of the community to come and you help should, us yes, get involved, please. help us plan because because you outreach so many um, young folks. We need young folks of all races, colors, ages, genders, whatever orientations. Because we're planning a civil, no, a human rights march. A human rights march. Ooh, we yes. don't. We're tired of the corporate parade. It's it's a terrible um, way of privatizing public space, monopolizing mm -hmm. the celebration of the 50th anniversary um, of the Stonewall um, uprising. And so we're planning this human rights march that anyone can join. You don't need to have a bracelet. You don't nope. need to be with an organization. You can no, just you be not. an individual and, and believe that human rights are for everybody, including queer people. And so... Especially for queer people. Especially for queer yes. people. Yep. So, yeah, you should come. Send Please me the come. deets. Yeah. Send okay, cool. Deets. Absolutely. You can, you and can bring also, as many people right. as you want. Everybody's welcome. Yes. We need as many yes. people and we need input from the community because this is our march. This is going to be our celebration. Um, yeah. 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 And we also need endorsements, especially from community centers like yours. Community organizations. Even, yeah. You know, so talk to the masses. Reach awesome. out. Reach out, girl. Reach out. Reach out. <laughs> outreach. I know. We need experts in outreach. Yep. Yeah. So you should uh, come and lend us your uh, your expertise. All the brain power. Yes, That's please. right. <laughs> yes. So speaking about outreach, um, I know that you guys have been doing these, um, I don't know what you would call them, like pop-ups for testings and for, you yep. know, all these things. Um, you do testing pop-ups? Yeah. With we the have swab? Our, we have, no, we actually do the finger stick testing. Oh, ouch. Um, but it's just as quick as the swabs, if not quicker. Um and we do have a mobile testing unit, so. Do you do? Do you do the? Do you, the blah, blah, blah. I'm still traumatized. Do you do you draw blood as well when you do the finger dingy? So yeah, so it's a small finger stick, um, and it generates about like maybe like two to three drops of blood. Right. Um, and that's pretty much how we do the test. That's and it. It's pretty instant results. So oh, wow. it takes probably like a minute, and then our intake and sexual history portion takes like the longest part so and it's that accurate yeah so after um we get the result if you know there's a preliminary positive um we'd go on to do the dried blood spot test and um send it off to get tested in a lab so then you draw blood so that one it's similar again to the drops of blood with oh. the dried blood spot test it's about 10 drops of blood this time um we let it dry on a special sheet of paper 
and we mail it um, to a lab which mm-hmm. tests it for the confirmatory. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. See, back in the day. <laughs> back in the day. Back Go ahead, in Gabriel. the day. They used to, when they started doing the swab, mm-hmm. at least at the centers that the city sponsors, um, they used which to. Which weren't many. Go on. Well, whatever. Those clinics for like. Uh-huh. The, and then they have modernized them. There used to be horrible places. <laughs> they would do the swab, but they would also draw your blood um, mm. at the same time. So that if you had a preliminary positive, they would send the sample of blood that they had. And I guess if, you know, there wouldn't be like, oh, I'm going to run away and not do this. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. They, they did it just right before. But mm-hmm. that's pretty amazing that now they're doing just like, oh, yeah. let me just like smear my finger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we, we don't draw blood. Um, we do the insti test. So, yeah. Wow. Look at modernity. I mean, you know, yeah. How many years has it been since the AIDS epidemic? The first one, 1981, right? Right, because we're on like the second, probably. Well, we're we're heading into like some troublesome times. That's yeah, for sure. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. But I mean, there's a lot of activism and there's a lot of um, people invested in in not. I don't know. There's <laughs> a lot of people investing in, in yeah. peer outreach, exactly, with these yeah. things, and where yeah. you, However, you have to educate, and you have to be able Mike to give Pence, these things. our vice president, oh, I... when he was governor mm. of Indiana, he had a huge HIV, and, and probably maybe Hep C, but don't quote me, uh-huh. a huge HIV outbreak that he just did not, like, he was oblivious. Oh, so he was a Ronald Reagan, huh? Yeah. Oh, very yeah. nice. Very nice. Very much in that style. Um, so... Well, That's why we need people like Joe Alley, aww. because prevention is key. It's key. Education and prevention is key. Yeah. Yes. Right. I mean, and we have the I technology, agree. we have the knowledge. Mm-hmm. We just need funding, and we need to reach as many people as possible because we have the ability to stop new infections. And I think a lot of it also just has to do with stigma. Like, we really have to break down the stigma about testing and about treatment, um, encouraging people to adhere to their treatments. Um, you know, I think that, and that all comes through education. That's so. right. And and housing, housing is healthcare. That's yes. one of the, prerog- the, the priorities of the end dates 2020, mm-hmm. because if you don't have stable housing, how are you going to take your meds? Right. Yep. That's right. It's... It's definitely, it's so interconnected with so many things, mm-hmm. like not having health care, not having a stable home, and, um, you know, like poverty. It's just so many things that can prevent someone from taking care of themselves the way that they should be or the way that we hope should be accessible to everybody because mm-hmm. you know i i personally believe that housing and health care is a human right and Absolutely. everyone should have easy access to it but you know we know that that's not how things happen uh, of course it's not and Why let's say it? that somebody drops in and their needs exceed the possibilities of your agency do you refer them to other agencies do you send them to other places most definitely um, we a lot of what I do is actually referring people mm-hmm. to um, services within ACQC or outside of ACQC um, no matter what the service is like if I can find something that you need I will help you get to that place or give you the information to get there um, you know especially like when it comes to treatment um, if we do have a newly diagnosed getting them immediately connected to a doctor at um, our sites so you know we have like the the lift that takes you to our pharmacy um, to meet with our doctor and all that so you know it's kind of like that on the spot getting you connected and getting you the service or the referral that you need and, and when you're doing outreach for example and and you ha- are you with the mobile testing unit yes so you, you engage the person and you bring them in and then somebody else does the testing or do you do the testing too? So me, I don't do the testing personally, Joali, but other staff <laughs> members. No, I'm not. I don't have the... Um, like I like the how you talked about yourself in the third person. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not, I'm not certified yet to do testing myself. 
Um, but we do have other ACQC staff who does, they're inside of the vans doing the testing. Um, I'm usually the pretty face outside with the flyers. She is and pretty. Very getting pretty. Getting you sucked in that. to talk to me. <laughs> so <laughs> She doesn't have a face for radio. <laughs> oh my God, Jules. What? <laughs> Just say it. it. It's a running joke here. It is a running joke. I no. also tell everyone I'm really thin. You know, <laughs> they believe it. But you are thin. Shut up, That's Gabriel. the good thing about radio. That's you right. Can't see us. I could have came in in sweats today. You could have, but right. you want to be looking all cute. Well, so. but, but you know now there's Instagram. There's all the social media. Yeah, you're so. on there already. So I mean, this oh, is yeah. what wow. we can do. Yeah. So you're yeah. looking good. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, so this is the question that we always ask our guests real quick to just, you know, bring it back in for a second. Are you single? Am I single? Are you I, single? I am single. Okay, so uh, Jolly single. Are you everyone. looking? Are you looking? What is your preference? I mean, I am open to all kinds of connections. Bam! Uh, <laughs> but I don't really consider myself looking. I think I'm just kind of doing my own thing right now. That's great. Trying In other words, she traveling. don't need nobody. <laughs> she don't need nobody. She her own woman. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to, you know, do a little traveling, working hard. Are you still in school? Yes, I go to Queens College. I, yeah, so you mentioned. Uh, yes. What year are you in? So I am a sophomore in Queens College. She's I'm, a baby. I'm a baby. I got Aww. a lot of time left. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, so I'm a sophomore. Um, I'm currently studying urban studies and psychology. So Which come in very handy for the type of work that you're doing. Yeah, and I, I'm definitely very passionate about nonprofit work. So, uh, Do you like the psychology classes? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, funny story. Um, I was actually doing a double major in urban studies and psych. And I was just sitting in one of my psych classes one day. <laughs> and I was like, man, I don't think I can do this. I hear so you. So now that double major is now one major and a minor. <laughs> Good for you. Hey, you got to do what you, you. Yeah, I can't. Because at the same time, if you want to work, if you want to be a social worker, mm -hmm. none of those classes are going to help you at all. I was also on that path, and I took several psychology classes. And, you know, at some point I was just like, this is no <laughs> they're terrible this is now now no 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 they're very so, intense i could say there's a lot of memorization mm -hmm. it, it's not very analytical that's uh, and what i feel like sometimes in psychology it's very impersonal as opposed to urban studies where i i read something and i can see it happening mm -hmm. in my life mm -hmm. or in my community and within my identity so um, I definitely think urban studies is my cup of tea. So yeah, yeah. Do, do you have electives left? Oh yeah, I have a, a whole bunch. Do you so. have Do you have a women and gender studies program? Yeah, Queens I, College just has one. Well, I highly recommend that you look into those classes. Yes, you should look. We're into both those women and gender studies majors. Okay. Yes, one of them either way. Go on. What? One of them, because you what, have. What, two what do you mean majors. one of them? Oh, oh yeah, she has two majors. I have two majors too. Yes. Yeah. But we highly yeah. recommend women and gender studies. Look, fun WGS. Oh, that's right. Okay, I definitely want to. You know, urban studies is so um, interdisciplinary. So I'm pretty sure um, I can find a class in that department that yep. I can With do. With some feminist theory. Oh yeah. Queer theory is the I'm best. All about that. Queer theory is the best. To yeah. be honest. And I have to say, transgender studies are pretty damn cool. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, like trans. I mean, like transgender thinkers. I, I, I like them. Which actually leads me to my next question. Have you, um, what, what is the demographic of people that come into your, mm. into your facilities? Young. So, so, so our <laughs> age range is 13 to 24. Okay. Um, so that's pretty much the majority If actually that's all of our clients. Do uh, they age out the at 25? So we don't really turn anyone away. Okay. Um, we have other support services um, at ACQC. So even if they are, like necessarily aren't really coming to the youth center, we do have like an adult um, support group on a different like floor that we do kind of similar things. Um, we have like a Spanish speaking group for older men, um, older gay men. Um, we have our empowerment. We have MSM COC. So um, we have different 
things that we can do so we're never turning anyone away. What is MSMCOC? Um, well, the fact that you remembered all of those letters. Good job. Well, Lido. it's men who have sex with men. It's a contract name. <laughs> so that's but like... M- MSM cock? No, COC. <laughs> that's, that's like of color. MSM oh. of color. So... Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's our um, that's like another contract that we have that also provides um, testing services. Um, so we don't turn anyone away, but um, our, at the youth center, uh, we actually have a lot of trans youth and a lot of non-conforming youth, which awesome. I think is awesome. They're the future. Well, yeah, the well, they, they are the future, but also they're the most infected now. Yep. There, there is this growing... Particularly Latino ones. Right. Yeah. There is this growing epidemic in where uh, trans women of color, both Latino and black, mm-hmm. they are getting infected, new infections now. You know, so yeah. it is, it's so great that you, that you see this demographic coming in because I always feel that, um, you know, especially with trans folks and, and gender nonconforming folks, that they don't feel welcome in these spaces. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because one of the points is that that I think the um, nonprofits are subjected to all these like measurables, right? It's like mm. how many services are you delivering, and how can you measure every single service so that you can then present it to like fundraising, and you can present it to the government. But mm-hmm. the non-measurables are are very important. For example, a space where people feel like they belong, right. where they have community, yeah. Yeah. where they think they they understand themselves as somebody valued somebody who matters and therefore that has an impact in how they take care of themselves so the yeah. work that you do is very very important yeah so thank you, I, oh thank <laughs> you no, no i am so like grateful to be you know serving so but you know back to the question um one thing that I agree with the measurables and um, kind of like that pressure to deliver but one thing I really love about ACQC and the contracts and the funding that we're working with is that um, you know we do have space for things that are more you know personal and um, things that aren't you know solely measured by numbers Um, like we do um, have the the space to you know talk about mental health and we we talk about like I said we do like creative things um, we have social groups we have educational groups um, job readiness programs so it's a lot of different things that um, we have the opportunity to do with our youth oh and what are the what are their job readiness programs like oh so for job readiness, um, what we do is, you know, helping them build their resumes, how to make a resume, um, using basic computer programs. I so, need that. <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah, so so we do have um, computers in our youth center. So, um, you know, we we're actually looking to start incorporating a curriculum um, so that we can have something where every week they're coming in and they're learning a different kind of skill whether it's writing resumes and cover letters or um you know how to like interview etiquette and um how to dress for an interview and stuff like that so our job readiness program a lot of our youth have come in for it so we have a lot of youth coming in to work on resumes um we do give them printed resumes if they need them for like a walk-in or something so um, we do have that as well as like education if they need help enrolling for school, looking for like a GED program. So we do that's help fantastic. With all that stuff. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think you know it's so unfair for people who are in high like positions of power in the government. Those people who have this idea that people should pull themselves up by the bootstraps, mm-hmm. right? And that all it takes is like having drive and 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 I'm not saying that drive is not important, but but there's all these other things that you just mentioned that are mm-hmm. so necessary. Of course. And that if you don't, if you come from poverty or you come from a world that doesn't have that type of like corporate culture or, you know, how are you going to get a job? It's right. impossible. Yeah, it's exactly. impossible. You need to learn these things and be taught. So, yeah. And you need a safe and supportive environment to do yep, it. Exactly. Um, because if you're in a classroom learning, you know, how to write a resume it you might not it might not be reaching you mm-hmm. um so i think that having like a drop-in center that 
can is like comfortable where you're comfortable right um and it's just very like relaxing we're not you know i think that the the youth that come in they i do think that they feel very comfortable with the staff and and you know comfortable asking for whatever they need Mm -hmm. um it's never a question of like oh like are they gonna help me are they not it's mostly like they come in they're like okay so i want to work on this today and we're like okay cool let's figure it out together and we'll go on a computer and we'll start doing some google searches or um if i don't know i'll find someone who does so um you know it's that kind of um learning environment that i think is so important great and and what are your hours me so i'm a part-time staff um, because I'm a college student, so <laughs> <laughs> so I I am part time. So um, it is pretty fixed right now because of my college schedule. But I'm there Monday through Friday, oh, so wow. I'm usually there for about three to four hours a day. Um, if there's ever a youth that specifically wants to meet with me, um, we'll set something up so that that's possible. Go visit Joali, guys. Come visit me. Yeah, what's the address and what are the hours of the center? So the hour of the center are 9 to 5, Monday through Friday. Um, And then we also have other support groups that you can get more information from our Instagram page. Okay, what's the Instagram? So Give it all. I'm going to give it all. I'm going to give it all. So our Instagram page is ACQC LGBT Youth Center. So we are always posting flyers on there. Um, whenever we're having an event, if we're going to be attending an event, doing any outreach or, mm. or um, community engagement, we post those informations as well. Um, and we're located on 6207 Woodside Avenue, which is right off 61st and Woodside on the 7 train. The 7 train. The 7 train. I, I am a, a, rec- I'm a recent um, import, to import the seven train. Into, into, into Queens. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I moved to Queens recently. Did, did you grow up in Queens? No, so I'm actually from East New York, Brooklyn. Oh, well, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, so um, I'm from Brooklyn, but I went to high school in Queens. I go to college in Queens. I work in Queens. She so. just moved to Queens. Should I? I don't know. It's easier to commute. I don't know. I <laughs> do it before Amazon does. Yeah, do it before oh, no. Amazon does. Ah. <laughs> um, do, do we have... Do we, we have two more minutes. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. This really did fly. I told right? you it was going to fly. You see what I'm saying? Time flies when you're having fun. I and know. talking about AIDS prevention. Exactly. <laughs> Good job. Good job, Gabriel. Oh, yeah. You're coming back. You're coming back. Your brain is working again. AIDS prevention. Is there is there anything that you want to uh, oh, let just, people know <laughs> what? I just remembered the really sad fact that I was going to say before okay, and no. I didn't get to say Wait, it. Wait. Okay. Hold on. We still have AIDS dead in New York. We're not down to zero. We're not. No. But what we're, we're down to, to zero is... New infections? No. Are you That's crazy? what I was going to say. What, what have we done to zero? Uh, infections passed from mother to son. Okay, perfect. Zero, That's great. We don't have any more of those in New York. Yay. That is something to be celebrated, but we still have people dying of AIDS. We still have a lot of work that we have yes, to do. But Joali is helping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> are, you, are you guys doing anything for World AIDS Day? Yes. So we actually will be doing testing all day tomorrow. Um, Where? As um, at our sites okay. as well as on our mobile units. So if you catch our vans anywhere in Queens, I think we also might have one in Manhattan. Better to catch the van than HIV. Uh, <laughs> hey, that should be part of your slogan. <laughs> right. Oh my God. Catch your van, van, not an STI. <laughs> and we're also having a World AIDS Day event on Monday at our Jamaica site. Oh, wow. Yep. So that's on 162 and Jamaica on the Jamaica Avenue. So we are having a big World AIDS Day event. I'm really excited for that. Um, there's going to be a lot of fun stuff happening. There's a lot going on this weekend, yeah. Oh, yeah. World AIDS Day. Um, there's definitely a lot of stuff going on in the city. So yeah. it's going to be fun. Are you attending any, any other uh, event? No, I wish I was. I have class Friday night, so not that but monday is gonna be fun at the acqc jamaica location so (laughs) you should all come amazing we will there's so yeah tomorrow there's a world aids event at 11 a.m uh it's it's co-sponsored by the n aids 
2020. Mm. It's still called 2020. I don't know. They moved it up to 2025, well, so they need to update that. Anyway, there's going to be an ACT UP AIDS Day protest mm-hmm. uh, on Saturday, December 1st at 2.30 at Times Square. And then there's going to be a, the Out of the Darkness vigil uh, on Saturday, December 1st from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. at the AIDS Memorial. And then it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a march to John Lutheran Church. At uh, 81st Christopher Street, so that's that's it. Show up and show out. Show up and, and act up. Yep. Fight AIDS. Fight AIDS. And get tested. And get tested. And get tested. Know your status. Know your status. It, I I understand, and we all understand in this room. It's a very scary thing to do. So take a friend. Yeah. Take a friend. Both of you get tested. Because, I mean, even now, we still need to know what our status is. I know. Usually, when you take a friend, your friend's the one that tests positive. So, you'll be fine. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, Gabriel. Come on. Just kidding. Come on. So, uh, this is all the time that we actually have for today. Thank you, Joali. Thank you, Joali. You're doing the Lord's work. You really are. (laughs) You really, really are. Thank you once again for having me. Absolutely. Go visit Joali at ACQC. At Woodside. At Woodside. Eight, Woodside location. 8th Center, Queen County. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <Got it>. <laughs> <laughs> and we will leave you with this last song from Alaska Thunderfuck. I just wanted to say her name. Oh, here. Alaska <laughs> Thunderfuck. <laughs> well, it says Willem. Yeah, well, Willem featuring Alaska Thunderfuck. But oh. we, we both know who um, the real superstar Willem Belly. Yeah. Oh, you mean Alaska? Yeah. Yeah. So this is um, Ride for AIDS. And um, it was one of the songs that they used in 2015 to raise awareness. Okay, because for Ride AIDS. for AIDS just yeah, sounds like... Yeah, but you know, I mean, but... Ha- wow. Their, their humor, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and that is it for, t- for tonight. For tonight, yeah. yeah and it. next week, tune in for Charles... Um, oh. Charles <laughs> Sanchez. My friend Charles Sanchez, who... Um, yeah. Who will be here next Who will week. be here talking to us about MERS the Serious. Yes. M-E-R-C-E, the Serious. Thank you, Joali, for being here. Thank you. Shout out to 8th Center, Queens County, ACQC. And <laughs> thank you for listening. I'm Gabriel. I'm Jules. And this is uh, Rainbow, Rainbow Notes, Notes NYC. NYC. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Modern, privileged, gay You spend most evenings on your back Disposable income every day I think it's time that we both give back Turn off Dr. Oz Ride a bike for a good cause Raise some dough for our friends who are paused Trading, sweating, that shit hurts Feel the wind blowing in your hair Trading in our mini skirts For some fashionable active wear Still don't see the appeal Plus the care ride, a bike and heel But just think how good you feel I can make my rump hurt better for a weekend Get your ass to San Francisco Then ride down to LA Save your person wear a helmet mm-hmm. Bitch, I said no way How about I ride a flatbed oh. I'll look cute and pay for gas Cause you know I love a road trip But clip our taste like Delicious Are you a Starbucks lover, Willem? Uh. Is there Wi-Fi on this thing? Girl. I will beat you with your selfie stick. Unisexual buddy wear. That's the Lycra shows off his. Oh my god. This view is right. I will bike all through the night. Pitch a tent, it feels so nice. <laughs> so each mile that I go. Swallow a bug. It's a nice break from drag and drugs. Plus, I get to shake these big jugs. I knew we should have asked that Aussie what's her name become, huh? You're a shady fucking drag queen. Probably going straight to hell. But then you do a little AIDS ride. And the PR goes well. I look like a real good person with generous charity ways. I'll make a stank face, baby. 
Barbara 